0: Time of day is it, lad?
1: Thou art so fat-witted with drinking of old sack, and unbuttoning thee after supper, and sleeping upon the benches afternoon, that thou hast forgotten to demand what truly which thou wouldst truly know. What a devil hast thou to do with the time of day, unless hours were cups of sack? and minutes, capons, and the clocks, the tongues of bauds, and dials, the signs of leaping-houses, and the blessed sun himself, a fair hot wench in flame-colored taffeta, I see no reason why thou shouldest be so superfluous to demand the time of day.
0: Indeed. You come near me now, Hal. For we that take purses go by the moon and the seven stars, and not by Phoebus, he that wandering night so fair. And I, prithee, sweet wag, when thou art king, as God save thy grace, majesty, I should say, for grace thou wilt have none. What none? No, by thy troth, not so much as will serve to be prologue to an egg and butter.
1: Well, how then? Come roundly roundly.
0: Marry then, sweet wag. Thou art king, let us not that our squires of the night's body be called thieves of the day's beauty. Let us be Diana's foresters, gentlemen of the shade, minions of the moon. And let men say we be men of good governance, being governed as the sea is by our noble and chaste mistress, the moon, under whose countenance we steal.
1: Hmm. Thou sayest well, and it holds well too. For the fortune of us that are the moon's men doth ebb and flow like the sea, being governed as the sea is by the moon. As for proof now, a purse of gold most resolutely snatched on Monday night, and most dissolutely spent on Tuesday morning, got with a swearing, lay by, and spent with a crying, bring in, now is as low an ebb as the foot of the ladder, and by and by is as high a flow as the ridge of the gallows.
0: By the Lord, thou sayest true, lad, and is not my hostess of the tavern a most sweet wench?
1: As the honey of Hybala, my old lad of the castle, and is not a buff jerkin a most sweet robe of durance?
0: How now? How now, mad wag! What, in thy quips, <laughs> thy quiddities? What a plague have I to do with a buff jerkin? <laughs> Why, what a pot have I to do with my
1: hostess of the tavern?
0: well, thou hast called her to a reckoning many a time and awe.
1: Oh, did I ever call for thee to pay thy part?
0: No. I'll give thee thy due, thou hast paid all there.
1: Yea, and elsewhere, so far as my coin would stretch, And where it would not, I have used my credit.
0: Yea, and so used it that, were it not here apparent, That thou art heir apparent. But I pray thee, sweet wag, shall there be gallows standing in England when thou art king? And resolution thus fobbed, as it is with the rusty curb of old Father Antic the law? Do not thou, when thou art king, hang a thief?
1: No. Thou shalt.
0: Shall I? <laughs> 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 Oh, rare, by the Lord. <laughs> I'll be a brave judge.
1: <laughs> well, thou judgest false already. I meant thou shalt have the hanging of the thieves and so become a rare hangman.
0: Well, Al, well, well. And in some sort it jumps with thy humor. As well as waiting in the court, I can tell you.
1: For obtaining suits? Hey.
0: For the obtaining of suits, whereof the hangman hath no lean wardrobe. S'blood! I am as melancholy as a gib-cat or a lug-bear.
1: Or an old lion, or a lover's lute.
0: Yea, or the drone of a Lincolnshire bagpipe.
1: What sayest thou to a hare, or the melancholy of Morditch?
0: Yours the most unsavory similes, and art indeed the most (laughs) comparative, scalious, sweet young prince. (laughs) But, Hal, I prithee, trouble me no more with vanity. I would to God thou and I knew where a commodity of good names were to be bought. An old lord of the council rated me the other day in the street about you, sir but I marked him not. And yet he talked very wisely, but I regarded him not. And yet he talked wisely, and in the street too.
1: Thou didst well, for wisdom cries out in the streets and no man regards it.
0: Thou hast damnable iteration and art indeed able to corrupt a saint. (laughs) Thou hast done much harm upon me, Hal. God forgive give thee for it. Before I knew thee, Hal, I knew nothing. And now am I, if a man should speak truly, little better than one of the wicked. I must give over this life, and I will give it over by the Lord. And I do not. I am a villain. I'll be damned for never a king's son in Christendom.
1: Hmm. Where should we take a purse tomorrow, Jack?
0: Zooms. What thou wilt, lad. I'll make one. And I do not call me villain and baffle me.
1: I see a good amendment of life in thee, from praying to purse taking. Why,
0: Hal? Tis my vocation, Hal. Tis no sin for a man to labor in his vocation. <laughs> Pines! Now shall we know if gad shall have set a match. Oh, if men were to be saved by merit, what hole in hell were hot enough for him? This is the most omnipotent villain that ever cried stand to a true man.
2: Good morrow, Ned. Good morrow, sweet Hal. What says Monsieur Remorse? What says Sir John's sack and sugar? Jack? How agrees the devil in thee about thy soul that thou soldest him on Good Friday last for a cup of Madeira and a cold Capon's leg? Uh,
1: Sir John stands to his word. The devil shall have his bargain, for he was never yet a breaker of proverbs. He will give the devil his due.
2: Then art thou damned for keeping thy word with the devil?
1: Nels he had been damned for cosening the devil.
2: But... My lads, my lads, tomorrow morning by 4 o'clock, early at Gadshill, there are pilgrims going to Canterbury with rich offerings and traders riding to London with fat purses. I have wizards for you all. You have horses for yourselves. Gadshill lies tonight in Rochester. I have bespoke supper tomorrow night in East Cheap we may do it as secure as sleep. If you will go, I will stuff your purses full of crowns. If you will not, tarry at home and be hanged.
0: Hear you, Edward. If I tarry at home and go not, I'll hang you for going.
2: You will, Chops.
0: Now, wilt we'll thou make one?
2: I rob?
1: I a thief? (laughs) Not I by my faith.
0: Ah, there's neither honesty, manhood, nor good fellowship in thee. Nor thou camest not of the blood royal, if thou darest not stand for ten shillings.
1: Well then, once in my days I'll be a madcap. Why, that's well said. Well, come what will, I'll tarry at home.
0: By the Lord, I'll be a traitor then when thou art king.
1: I care not.
2: Sir John, I prithee, leave the prince and me alone. I will lay him down such reasons for this adventure that he shall go.
0: Well, God give thee the spirit of persuasion and him the ears of profiting, that what thou speakest may move and what he hears may be believed. That the true prince may, for recreation's sake, prove a false thief. For the poor abuses of the time want countenance.
1: Farewell! You
0: shall find me in Egypt.
2: Farewell! The latter spring. Farewell! All hollow summer. Now, my good sweet, honey lord, ride with us tomorrow. I have a jest to execute that I cannot manage alone. Falstaff, Pedro, Bardolph, and Gadshill shall rob those men that we have already waylaid. Yourself and I will not be there. And when they have the booty, if you and I do not rob them, cut this head off from my shoulders.
1: Oh, how shall we part with them in setting forth?
2: Why, we will set forth before or after them and appoint them a place of meeting, wherein it is at our pleasure to fail. And then will they adventure upon the exploit themselves, which they shall have no sooner achieved, but will set upon them.
1: Yea, but tis likely they will know us by our horses, by our habits, and by every other appointment to be ourselves. Tut,
2: our horses they shall not see, I'll tie them in the wood. Our wizards we will change after we leave them. And, Syrah, I have cases of buckram for the nonce. To emask our noted outward garments.
1: Yea, But I doubt they will be too hard for us.
2: Well, for two of them, I know them to be as true-bred cowards as ever turned back. And for the third... If he fight longer than he sees reason, I'll forswear arms. The virtue of this jest will be the incomprehensible lies that this same fat rogue will tell us when we meet at supper. How thirty at least he fought with. What wards, what blows, what extremities he endured. And in the reproof of this lies the jest. Well, I'll go with thee.
1: Provide us all the things necessary and meet me tomorrow night in East Cheap. There I'll sup. Farewell. <laughs>
2: Farewell, my lord.
1: I know you all and will a while uphold the unyoked humor of your idleness. Yet herein will I imitate the sun who doth permit the base contagious clouds to smother up his beauty from the world, that when he please again to be himself, being wanted, he may be more wondered at by breaking through the foul and ugly mist of vapors that did seem to strangle him. If all the year were playing holidays, to sport would be as tedious as to work, but when they seldom come, they wished for come, and nothing pleaseth but rare accidents. So when this loose behavior I throw off and pay the debt I never promised, by how much better than my word I am, by so much shall I falsify men's hopes. And like bright metal on sullen ground, my reformation glittering o'er my fault, Shall show more goodly and attract more eyes than that which hath no foil to set it off. Also offend to make offense a skill, redeeming time when men think least, I will.